Rabbi Steinhauer Shir on Pesach, Wednesday night, about the letter of Rabbi Shimshin Astropola. Okay, a little bit of uh, background. There are a number of people throughout Jewish history who occupy a place that we know them to have been Kobanim, people who have had a certain Ruch HaKodesh even. And as a result, even though we don't always learn necessarily who the teachers were, but the people we know were Zechot Gedaliel, or Zechot Tzadim, means of knowing things in Hashemayim. So it's taken with a certain uh, reverence for me, then the works of such people. One of the people in that category is Rav Shimshon Shrafala. He was in the Pubble at the time of the Maral, but uh, afterwards. And uh, we don't have much of his writings. We have a little bit, but uh, the particular letter which we have here was written to explain a certain passage in Larizal. Larizal in the Kutatera writes, as Larizal often does when he writes himself, as opposed to what's explained by his Talmud Rechaim Vital. So Larizal wrote very, very briefly. He wrote a few words, the Ramazim, the hints he wanted to say, and that's all we have from the Rizal already. And uh, very often these, he wrote was very esoteric, and one of the things people understood. This particular paragraph from the Rizal about explaining Sis Mitzrayim was in that category. Obviously, Reb Shimshon, as a Mukubal in his own right, was asked a number of times what it means. He never wanted to explain it. In one time, he explained it, we don't know who that was written to someone he calls a friend, and he says that he didn't understand either until it was revealed to him in a dream uh, what the result meant. Now, so we'll first, it's been brought down that if a person learns a sugya every year before Pesach, it's a haftacha that he won't die in Mishra that year. This has been brought down by Adam Akubadim after Pshimshim, which is why it became more popular. Uh, not just now, we're ready for the, for the hundred years to learn the, the letter of Rav Shimshon before Pesach. The MS is, as we're going to see, that Rav Shimshon only takes us half the journey. He explains a little bit what the Ramazim of the Rizal are, but he doesn't go to the next step and give us a, this, this story, the meaning, the understanding. It's just uh, explaining the hints, which is basically all he tried to do. Except for us to try and appreciate what's going on and what the Rizal meant, so we'll try and Hashim, explain a little bit more and uh, explain a little bit the uh, context of what the Rizal, what, now if you have the explanation of what the Rizal was talking about, they had to, had to incorporate it within a framework of Mokshava that we can appreciate. Okay, so that's the, that's the introduction. So I'll start with the letter of with the, uh, the Rizal that's, that Shimshin is trying to explain. As you'll see, it's something which is very, on its own, it's very esoteric, and then we'll see how Shimshin explains it. So, what there is around is like this. Kfari Shmatiho, I've already taught you. Shepara Nilka be Esemakos Elib Mitzrayim. When Pari was punished with the ten Makos in Mitzrayim, which was Ali Dek Gimel Alafim, Bereish Pei Malachi Chavala. 3,280 Malachi Chavala, in other words, agents who came to punish him, which is Hamabsavavim be Gimel Rukia Shaltuma. They, they, who exist in the three different rakim, the three different levels, if you're going to call that, 
spiritual levels of Tumah. One is called Sharash in Rechayim, one is called Tamaych, and one is called Bisha. And above them is the Sar, who's called Dalit Lamed Pek of Tess, when I pronounce that. And above them is another Sar called Toth Kephal of Parashas. So those are the, the agents which came to punish Pari Mitzrayim. And then the next line, which no one could make head or tail of, the Eriza writes, Chosim in Ashlishis Asara, we take ten away from the third one. Chosim in Erevin Shisha, we take six away from the fourth one. Chosim in Ashlishis Shisha, we take six away from the ninth one. Like it says in the Torah, the Chosim Patera. That's the first part. Those are the, that, those are the agents of punishment who came to punish the Mitzri. Then, commenting on Haggadah, he says, The first opinion of the three opinions brought in Haggadah is that in Mitzrayim, they got 10 Makkas and in the sea they got 50 Makkas. So, the result says, That's Mitzad Hashem from Hashem's name, Shin Peivav, Shibay Akhuz David ben Yishai. That's the place where David Amelech has an effect. That was, that was how the Mitzrayim got punished 50 Makkas by the sea. Then, Omitzad Hashem Tafkuf Lamud, another name of Hashem. Tafkuf Lamud, Lakha Mitzrim Mitzrayim Arbai Makas, Varayam Lakha Sayyam Makas, that's the second opinion. That in Mitzrayim there were 40 Makas, and in the sea there were 200. And Omitzad Hashem Shin Sadihei, which is another name of Hashem, Lakha Mitzrim Mitzrayim Hamishim Makas, Varayam Reishim Makas. That's the third opinion that at the sea they got 250 Makas, in Mitzrayim there were only 50. And then the Rizal sums up and he says, Vamash Akadish Baruch Maka Boy Mar Pagodas. The way that Akadish Baruch punishes was the way that he healed Klai Yisrael from the Golos. You can understand three things. Mapashu, what Klai Yisrael's Pashu was, a woeful Avera, Machotu, the mistake, Ma'amalashimal, what was the Me'ila, so to speak, what they did wrong, which because of that they landed up in the time. Until they were saved with the three names of Hashem, Lalad Ayin Beis, Tzalit Alad Alech, Chof Shem Kof, Chof, um, sorry, Ches Beis, Adkan Lashem Divariza. So that's uh, the Harizah writes, and as we said before, it's not something we can understand what he's trying to say. So that's what Rav Shimshon was coming to explain in his letter. What, what is Harizah talking about? So first, we'll go through how Rav Shimshon explains it, and then Rav Shimshon afterwards will try and First, explain what Shimshon meant. In other words, <coughs> so he asked himself, if you have the list in front of you, I'm starting from after the letter of Shimshon, if not, I'll just read it outside. He says, There is a lot of these things are hidden. So no one could explain it, no one knew what they meant. There were many good who asked me to explain what Arizal wanted, but I got it to them. I didn't tell, I didn't explain it to them. But because of my great friendship to you, I got it rather than not. I explained to you what Arizal meant, so we don't know if Shimshon was writing to you, but it was obviously a friend that he felt he could open up to. And how did Shimshon himself know? What was revealed to me in the dream, the Chesbus of the Laila, in a vision of the night, been felt her demo Kalanashim. When, when I was asleep, so the, the explanation of the result was revealed to me in a dream, and like he finishes off, which was a normal thing we find by the Mukabadi. And that was, there was always a chashash, how much they were allowed to you know, reveal of what they knew. Because there's a certain element in any Kabbalah that these things have to be, as Sisra is hidden, 
And therefore, a number of times we see by Bible when they want to uh, reveal, so to speak, something which they're not sure they're meant to do, so they, they start with this list of Abuhurachmichapirov, and Hashem should forgive us if we're going too far, more than we're allowed to, we're meant to be disclosing. Okay, so what does Hashem say? He says like this, V'zai sa'inyan, Mashakasav harizal, the first thing Rizal said, the Parah was punished by, in Mitzrayim by 3,280 Malachi Chavala. So first he should know, where did he get the number from? The 3,280 kinds of Malachi Chavala, angels of punishment to Gehenna. And the symbol for that is, punishes Russia wickedness with an egg, which just remains the first with the first. But they learn the Ram is good egg is Aleph Gimel is Aleph Gimel and Rajpay. Which means three thousand two hundred and eighty. Which is the amount of Malachim who there to punish and gain What's the significance of this number of punishment? Hashem sent these same 3,280 agents of punishment to punish the Mitzrim. Now, what does that mean? So, the Mitzrim writes, I'll explain what he meant. So, the Mitzrim writes, i 3,280. So, the idea that there's 3,280 Malachi Chavala, that's the exact gematria of all the 10 Makas together. Mamish Isis, the is exactly perfect gematria, which is Those are the levels of the Malachi Chavala, the destructive forces who came to punish the Rishayim. Away from Kinim. Hirushi Makashish Shiakinim, Chasa Yud, you take away the Yud. The Chasa Mina Revis Shisha, we take away the six from the fourth Mak, you made you take the Vav out of Arif. Hirushi Makarevis Shiarif, Chasa Vav. The Chasa Mina Shisha, from the ninth Mak, which is Chasa, just take out the Vav, which is six. Hirushi Mina Shisha, he makes Chasa Chasa Gamkinavav. And he says, the Mashakos of the Chasa of the Torah, as written in the Torah, that's the way that if you look in the Torah, when it talks about the Makas, that's how it writes it. It writes Kinim without a Yud, it writes Choshev without a Vav, it writes Arv without a Vav. Like Moshe Kosev B'Sidorim, Shemesai Ba'al HaGod, if you look in the, in the Haggad that says it with, with the Vavs or with the Yuds, so the result is saying, if you want to make the Gematria, you have to make the Gematria on how it's written in the Torah. It's written in the Torah, the way that it comes out, is the perfect Gematria of 3280, which comes to the Gematria of the Malachi Chavala, which they are in Gehenim, and that's what was used to punish the Mitzvah. The word makas, he writes that? Yeah, it's makas. Makas bukharis. Makas bukharis. In both of them, I've got an editor. It's makas, it's makas. Makas bukharis is out of it. We don't call out ones with the name makas. 
the Ban Hagar that calls the Makkah's Bechayr. Yeah. These 3,200 are the same ones that found it in their types, or they, these are the same people that have always continuously come and get a Pancho These are the types of Malachi. The Pancho Right, the kinds of Malachi. Yes. There's different varieties of Malachi Chaval, and these are the, all together, this is how many there are. Okay. Now, he said that these three, the, the next thing that Rizal says is that these Malachi Chaval are in three different Rukin, in three different levels, which he gave very strange names to. What are they? He says in the Gimel Rukim. Then three different Rukim. So, what does he want with these three Rakim? Makus, Shehebi, is exactly the same letters of these three Rakim where these Malachi Chavala are. So, for example, the first one, Shin Reish Ayin, is the same letters as Eser. The second one was Tov Mem Chof, is the same letters as Makus. And the last one, Beis Yud Shin Hayalef, is the same letters as Shehebi. So it says the Baal and then it's Eser, Makus, Shehebi, was doing ramis to the three levels of the Rakim of Tumor where these Malachim are coming from. Eser is Shehebi. Makas is Tomach and Shavi is Bishop. Nirmas Bem Ela Rakim shall Tomish Behem give a lot of Rash from Malachi Chaval. Shlok is Parib, Vikas and Mitzrim, Minion Hamakas Shahid. Minion Yud Makas Edu, who Pedagog. Now he says, Mashakosa, Vale, Masar, Hadekra, Dalad Lam and Pei Kuftes, what does he mean by that? Kavanaso, Shashem, the Shosha Yetzim, Mimiras Amitrim. And if you take the letter, the Oasis, Hakoidmas, the Oasis Amitrim, if you take the letter before, is each of the oysters of the word Hamitri, which is where the <coughs> which Hashem brought the Makkas on the Mitzrim, so in front of Hamitri, instead of the Hay, you get a Dalit, instead of the Mem, you get a Lamut, instead of the Tzad, you get a Pei, instead of the Resh, you get a Kuf, instead of the Yud, you get a Taz. So that's the name of the Sar who's on top of them. Like he explains, so by the Dalit, call him Hay, Lamut, call him the Mem, Pei, call him the Tzad, Kuf, call him the Resh, and Tez, call him the Yud. <coughs> and why, what about the word is Hamitrim with the Mem at the end? You see, that's just the plural. It's not part of the equivalent. That's what comes in the dream. That the, word, the name of the Sar is the letter before all the letters of the Mitzri. Again, we have to explain after what, what he means, what's, what's the significance of this name. If you take the Rashi Tevis, as we know, of all the ten Makkas, we have the Tzach Adash Barachav, or the letters of the Rashi Tevis. That's Mamish, the Gemara of the Sar who was on top of the, the administering these Makkas. And Gamhu Minyan Hashem. The same letters of Tov Kephalas, Gemara 501, is the same Gemara of the word Asher. Asher is allowed to be Mitzrayim. Hashem said, you're going to say, Hashem is allowed to Mitzrayim. He meant the Sar, which he was using to punish Mitzrayim. Okay, so the Harim Sukim Shemarin, the Hashem, 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 the
or he was That's how I'm prepared to tell you. Wouldn't he wants to keep secret? So this is the first part of the letter. And now the first part of the letter was talking about where the punishment of the midstream was coming from. The second part is to talk about the the mount of the, the Makkas in the sea and in Mitzrayim, and he gave all the shamans for that, and that was what was being Marapa Kalisra, like he says. All these like, names that he's saying, or the Gematria, or the Tanesimus, are these already like, shamans that we know from other places in Kabbalah, besides Darizal? Yes, so this is Darizal. Again, this is where Darizal writes. He's Miramus to Shamus, and he tells us that this is what's happening. So, all, so far, all of Shemshul's told us is that the gematras of the Shemus, which Darizal told us, are actually very appropriate to what is either what's mentioned in Mitzrayim or what the Baal says. This is the only place where he tells us what these, these Rakiyim and the Shemus No, are. we know about these Rakiyim. I want to explain. Right. So we're going to break into the second part of the letter, maybe another Shiran, something in Kalamai, to explain uh, what, what the Yisaitis is talking about, uh, because that's his explanation at the time. <coughs> having seen what Rav Shimshu writes about the first part, and that's better as far as the letter goes, as describing the first half of the result said, it shows us the Gematras, it's very fascinating how it actually works out perfectly with the words in the God and the amount of the Matras and how we write them. What does it mean? What's going on? What are these three Rakin and what are they referring to and how do they apply to Mitzrayim? So, a bit of background. Bashat to assume Rav Shimshu thought and people knew their results, writings a bit, so they didn't have to explain the background to what, what, what's being discussed. But maybe just to, for us to understand a little bit better, I'll give a bit of background to, to us, what's being discussed, what, what, where it's coming from. What are these three rakim? What are the three heavens, so to speak, the three levels of where these malachi chavala are? We know about them. We know about them because the Pesukim talk about them in a number of places. And there's a principle in Kabbalah that in order for a person to get to a level of ruchnius of Shemayim, that says a positive spiritual level, there are three barriers. The three was called Rukimul Rukim of Tumor or of Klippa. Sometimes they call the three barriers which a person has to transcend, which a person has to be able to cross, so to speak, in order to get to a level of position. Now, if you find that, it, where does it start from? We find this in the Navi. The two times that a Navi describes the experience of getting the book, not just what Hashem told him, but the experience of getting the book. So both times the Navim describe the steps that they had to go, so to speak, they felt or they were aware of before they got to hear Hashem speak. And we understand that what it means is they had to cross these three levels, which are the Gimel Rukim, which block, so to speak, a person from being able to hear the word until they heard Hashem speak. The one time we have the, uh, the so to speak, the Navi, spreading this out, was talking in Eliyahu Navi, when he goes to Har Chorev, and Hashem says to him to stand on the rock, and Hashem is going to speak to him, and he describes the experience of what happened before Hashem heard Hashem speak. The other time is the Navi Yechazko. At the beginning of Maisim Yechazko, he says the same thing. He talks about the levels that he had to see before he got to, to the level of being able to, you know, to comprehend or to relate to this, the Hashem speaking to him. And they both say very similar words. There's one level which is described as a level of Aish, a level of fire. The one is a level of rash, a level of sound, or of noise. And the one is a level of ruch, the level of a very powerful wind. And the Leo talks about it. He says there was a rash, v'achar rash, eish, v'achar rash. There was the ruach, which was the ruach, godal, and mafari, karim. And after that, he heard the cold, he heard the voice of the vuh, 
And then Yashem was speaking to him. And the same thing, if you look in the words of Yechezkel Novi, he talks about the Aish Mislakachas and, and, the, and the, the Rash Godel. If you say Yerach Veshmach, I call it Rash Godel. He talks about all these three steps, which there were, which are related to these three Rakim, these three levels, which uh, are barriers, so to speak, between a person and being able to receive Nuva. Did Shmuel also go through it when he heard the Nevoah that night in the... He must have, except the Novi doesn't digress, you know, describe to us everything, but still what Hashem said to him. Like every Novi, most times the Novi just says, this is what Hashem said, and then how he responded. We don't have the whole process of what a person has to experience to become a Novi. So why did he only go running to Ali when he heard his name being called? We for Shmuel to explain what Shmuel heard exactly. But... Uh, We've spoken about this before, and that is that there were, as, as we know, there were in the V.A. Shekhar. There were, there were, at the time when there was prophets, there were false prophets. <coughs> and like we mentioned a number of times, the Kazarishir, and the Shachayimshir, a Novi Shekhar didn't mean somebody who made up that he was a Novi, who falsified everything and, like, came, as a charlatan, came along to say that a prophecy which never existed. Like, Mary Rabbi Moshe's always used to say, you'd call that a Shekhar, not a Novi Shekhar. It's just I'm a liar. And the person comes up and says, I had a Nabu. He's not a Novi Shekhar. He's a liar. He's a Shekhar. A Novi Shekhar means they got Nabu from a source of Shekhar, which means from one of these three stages. So yes, they heard something, and they thought that this was something that there was, a, was coming from Hashem, and they were wrong. They hadn't got to the level to be a real Novi. They got misled by one of these intermediate stages, and therefore the Nabu they were getting was similar to what stargazers would get or other people who had some connection to a spiritual world but it was coming from a source of Shekhar. Okay, so that's the, the so the idea of the Gimel Rakim we know about. That's not a Chiddush to us. But what I want to develop, explain a little bit more is Ba'atsim the aside of these three Rakim. The aside, and we'll look afterwards briefly just to see the gematras of what they're called, why they're called, why they're called what they're called. And that is like this. Ba'amas is, as we know, the three primary areas where a person can get challenged. <coughs> the three primary areas where a person can get challenged. That's the areas which, if they're not perfected or corrected, areas which distance the person from Hashem. And each of the three rakin pushes in a different direction, so to speak. And each one can be a source of a person being misled, and that's why he has to be able to cross these three stages. And we know, we know that we talk about uh, the categories of Averis a person can do, we talk about three cardinal, three primary Averis. Now, we know that when it comes to a person being in Mechaev to be, give up his life, not to do an Avera, we know that there are three Averis which, which, which a person is Mechaev most nervous for, the one is Averizara, Ritzecha, and Gideras. These represent three different categories of areas which can be matched a person, maybe these are the extreme examples, and each one is a different Kayakhatoma working. Each one is a different Kayakhatoma working. There's one Kayakhatoma working, which would you call Lashnatara is Resha, wickedness, which makes a person act against other people. The worst example of that, or the most severe form of that, is, is Ritzicha. The person was able to kill another human being. But that's, uh, like we say, Yamin the Rosh, the Rosh is the person who is willing to uh, attack 
or harm another person. That's one kind of Yetzirah. That's one, that's one form of uh, ra, evil that a person can stoop to, which is to use his ability to overpower or to attack or to harm or even to kill somebody else. And always, uh, the stam ra in the, in the Gemara or the Rasha is in areas of Benam Lechaver. A person who's there to uh, harm another person. Now, that's one, that's one kind of ra that there is. The next kind of ra is if you're going to maybe classify it in more Machshava terminology, it's the Kayachav which distances people from each other. It's the Kayach which causes separation, or causes fighting, or causes a, a barrier between people, and eventually that then lends itself to ending up in a, causing physical harm or even murder. That's one kind of Yetzirah, Yetzirah which is right. There's another kind of Yetzirah which works differently, it better works in the opposite direction. And instead of being something which drives a rift between people, it causes, so to speak, a fight, it causes an argument. It's uh, the drive which the atom is something which pushes to connect people. A lot of people have been in the Muslim, we'll call it Mayamidus, something which causes pushes to connect people, but if misused, it has its own. Uh, a very or list of averes which will come out of it, primarily arise. Arise comes from connection, not from distance. It's misuse of that midah, but that's a koyach which is in the midah as well. And that's the second force, so to speak. There's a second force at uh, the, the koyach of it, of uh, the taiva, the koyach of what a person wants to, to connect to or to get. And then again, it can be misused, and it can also be a serious error. Uh, I don't think the Rav said the first one, uh, in general, the umbrella was being against other people. Right. And Ratzichah was the specific. Right. I understand how the general was bad, but in this one, the general connection seems like a good thing, whereas the specific of Arias, I understand, is bad. You're right. But the general good. is good. There's some good, there's some bad. There's some ways of connecting which is good, there's some ways of connecting which is bad. It sounds like overall a good thing, it doesn't sound like yeah. it's... Yeah, if used right, and if used wrong, then it could be a bad thing. But it's, 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 it's a kayak which drives a person. But, but this is, what we're saying, this is like one of three big... It, when it's curves. misused. When it's misused. It sounds like other things fell under it as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a kayak. But it's a kayak which, if misused, becomes an umbrella for a lot of uh, things which... Steel is included in it? Steel is included in it also. Like, yes, like we spoke about it. Right. Is there a need of uh, our Yisod that underlines the first one? Like my Yisod is the second one? It's the Midas of Esh, but it's the negative Midas of Esh, you have to explain it. Okay, so now that's a... Uh, I'm not talking about the Rukhiya of Esh, I'm talking about the Midas of Esh. Okay, now the, and the third one. The third one is the Yetzirah, which turns a person against Hashem. And that eventually ends up in Abed Azar. Now, I think it affects a person's not his taiva and not his uh, midas, but affects more person's mind, his das. And how it's going to affect a person's das in any number of ways which will turn him away from the emunah, I mean, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, with Tzavir or Kfira, or any other form of uh, ra, which will affect a person's mind. 
basically is that. And again, in its worst form, it ends up in a Vedasar. Those are the three different kinds of uh, ways, let's say, that a person is, there's a barrier between them and the, and the Rechnias. And those are the three levels they have to cross. If you're going to talk about in the, the middles where it falls, and those are all the, the other middles. Which applies to a person's understanding with, with his dice, the way he thinks. Now, so we know about it. We know about the three Abaris. We know about the, the three Rakin. Let's link the two to each other. Let's line them up with each other. So we said already. The first one is the Russia. The Russia is Layama the Russia Lama Takariacho. Or like the Gemara says about the king of Storm, his name was Birsha, Bera and Birsha, the king of Amara, Ra Resha, these are bad to other people, which was the hallmark of Storm, was the cruelty to each other. That's the first of the three Rakim. The name of that Rakia we said was Sharashin Reshain. It's the same letters as Russia or Resha. The first Rakia of Tumen is the Rakia which, uh, so to speak, uh, distances people from each other, causes, causes Resha. The second Rakia, we said, was the devil of Tumba, which on the one hand develops uh, the, the passion, but uses it for wrong. Now, there's an interesting point here. Let's, uh, let's discuss for a second a certain gematria, which is where this is very negative. This is maybe more negative for Shoshana than for now, but just to explain <coughs> a little bit the point. <coughs> There's two words which have the same, which are the same gematria. The one is chait, and the other one is tait. It's not really the same, because chait, uh, you spell with the aleph, is 18, but if you spell ches tes, it's 17, and the word tait is also 17. It's brought to Rosh Hashanah, from the Mokubara, not to eat nuts. Not to eat an egoism, not to Rosh Hashanah, because the gematria of ego is 17. And uh, the gematria of ego is 17, it's the gematria of Chait. It's also the gematria of Taif. What, what would the overlap between Chait and Taif be? And uh, what would do with the egoism? Um, so we'll, we'll leave the remnants of the egoism for a different time. This is the, the, the side of the, the Guinness Ego's Eurality in Shirashirim. But the side is like this. There's the Chait which comes from a person who's Ki'ilu being bad, the Russia, And there's the Chait which comes from a person who's being Toif. We said, Midas which Ki'ilu make closeness, Ki'ilu make connection, are things which are looked at as good. But if it's not in the proper place, then that's the Chait as well. The Chait which comes from being, which would, something which would otherwise be Toif, if in, in the proper circumstances or in the proper mahalach, when misused becomes a chet. So something which was created be'etzim to be toiv can be misused as a chet. Chesed lo mimchatos. And many other examples also that a koyach which was really meant to be good but it has this ability to be misused and when it's misused then it turns into chet. And again, stam chet in the ta'er is a rice. Just like stam resha is what we said is Ritzicha uh, or something in that nature. Stam Chait in the Torah is a rice. Machatasi in the Hakim is talking about the rice every time it comes to the Torah. And that's the, that's the second point. The Torah which is misused. 
something which is, could be good is misused, and that becomes uh, something which is bad. And that's the second level of the second Rukiah. The second Rukiah is the, the name that Rizal gives it is Beis Yud Heshin Aleph, but Ve'etzim, uh, it's the word Esh, and plus the Gemara of 17. So it's the Esh, which is, could be Toiv, but it's Ve'etzim becomes a Chet. That's the second level. Shehebi. That is Shehebi. He just doesn't like God, but the name of the Rukia is Bisha. Right. Base Yud Shin Yud Aleph. Base Yud Shin Hea. Right. Shin Base Yud Shin Hea Aleph. Which is like I said, the gematria of H seventeen. It's seventeen. It's the H of the Toiv or the H of the Chet. What was the first one? The first Rukia was. Shara Shin Reish Ayin, which is the same notion as Rashi. And now. What the Rosh just does is he puts in the words like So it's the Eser, is the same letters, and Shehevi, Eser Shehevi, is the same letters as the Surkia. And obviously the other one is the, is the one called Tamaych. Tamaych. Um, what, what's the Kesha of H? What, what it's the Kesha of H, which could be Taif and becomes Chet. The letter, so that's the... Interesting. It's my, my, why are we calling it Ish? No, again, we, by us it's my meaning. We're talking about the level of Shemaim. It's called the Ish, which was, which could be Tov and becomes a Chet. Now, the last level, we call it Tomach. So, obviously, this is going to be connected, this is going to be connected to the, the, the Taiva or the drive in a person which pushes him away from Hashem. Which lands up in Kvira or in Abedazar or whatever it's going to be. The third Rukia of Tom. What's the. Okay, there's one more thing I want to explain first. The first one, well, the same letters of, we said, of Shara or Rasha or Esther is the Rukia which is the Rash Godel. When the Vim said they heard the Rash, that's the Rash. It's the same letters also. The second one is the, we said Besha, is that's the Esh. And the third one is the Ruch. The Ruch God. What's this Ruch? So we already understand the Ruch means something Ruchni. But uh, what's the Koyach? And why is it called Tomich? So the answer is the explanation is like this. That the MS, the, the way to understand that Akkadish Baruch's credential to us, the Prophet says, Tomach, Tomach, Ragla, Magrezef. Akkadish Baruch is supporting us. The word Tomach really means to support. Like in Tomach. But uh, the misuse of that, the misuse of that is, comes from when a person thinks that he's independent of Hashem. Independent of Hashem. And therefore, it can start with, to a certain extent, he feels he doesn't need Hashem, or it can get worse that he doesn't, he rebels against Hashem, or it gets to the worst that he doesn't even believe in Hashem. Whatever it's going to be, it starts with that, so to speak, a person considers himself self-reliant, self-reliant or self-existent or something which is not reliant on Hashem. Now we said, this isn't coming from Medus, it comes from a person's Das. Kida, <coughs> the Gematria of Das is the same Gematria of Chachmas. Chachmas. The Chachmas, the person's Chachma and his Das are intertwined. That's the same, the same Gematria. It's interesting here, we have four of the, this letter, Tamaych, is four of the five that of the word. Is missing the chest. We have to explain why, but it's that, that's the, the, the this rakia, which is the the chakmus of the chest, which is kamavis. Kamavis. When you use the chest, it becomes the of kamavis or kamois for adam yimusunayde. 
And that's the third rakia, the rakia of the, which drives the person to disconnect from Hashem, so to speak, by being independent of Hashem. What was the name of this rakia? This rakia's name is Tomoy, Tov Mem Bav Chav. And this is Kanegad the Ruch. These are the three rakim which is talking about. And these are the names they have, which connect to the influence that they have over people. Uh, again, we haven't explained what the Merachim Chavala are and why the three thousand and eighty of them. Just the idea of what the three Rakim that they're coming from are, and what, what the idea of these three Rakim are. So that's really we're going to talk about tonight. That these were the, 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 there are three Rakim, the three levels of, levels of distance from Hashem. And it's not just three. Each one works in a different way. And that's why each one has a different effect on a person and can drive him in a different direction, so to speak, to the different kinds of Averis. And for a person to connect to Hashem, he has to, so to speak, overcome all three. Does it appeal to different parts of a person's spirituality? Yes, 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 yes. The, exactly that order. There's the Chatoim the of the Nefesh, which is the Taiva, and Nefesh Achoites, which is the Chaita of the Taiva. The, the, there's the Yetzir Lev Oil of Ram in Orof. That's the Yetzir, which is the Lev. That's the Ra, or the Resha. And then the, 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 what we're talking about now is the person's dust. Shira comes from the dust, right? So that's the, the three levels of rap, and those are the three rakim which he's talking about. <coughs> it's just, or the three rakim where the mitzvah got punished from. The eser makas shehevi, like it's like a rishonish explains us, is, is a, just the same letters of the same words, just explained differently. Okay, batsim is we already spoke about it a lot. I just want to add one more beautiful, beautiful thing. All these things started from the chait of Adam Rishon. And they're all encapsulated in the same thing. Adam eights from the eights are das, toiv, barak. They have all three. You have das, you have the toiv, and you have the rak. All three are encapsulated in what Adam did wrong. There was the chalet of where his das took him away from Hashem. The chalet of connecting to the taiva, which was the toiv, and developed within him the koyach of the rak. All three started from that same point. They're all encapsulated, so to speak, at its time starting point. Where was the rak? Where was where when Adam himself do we see that? We said that's against another person. He killed the whole world. He was the biggest retzeh there was. That brought Misa down to everybody. But all three that that's also that all all three were in the same you say. Um, now what we have to explain is why the mitzvah were punished with these three things. Because we understand that these are the three rakim of Tumah. When it's rhyme, do we see these same three things? And it's not hard to find. We find that these are the all, all three. Pari excelled in them. Number one, as we know, Mitzrayim was the world center for Arais. Like it says. Number two, Mitzrayim was the world center for Kishof. Right? No, I can't show it. You're bringing Kishof to Mitzrayim. We're the experts in that. And number three, just the Ritzicha. Right, so whether it's the kids they threw into the river, whether it was the babies they broke in the wall, whether it was killing 150 babies twice a day to bathe in their blood. Parish of Sorry? Kish of Denial of It's working, it's, in, it's coming from dust, working against the Shem. It's not, it's not Khoifus Atumah, admitting that Hashem exists, but I'm Again, it doesn't have to be clear that it doesn't know Hashem exists, but it's working against them. So we have all three, and therefore, it's all, when, if the mission deserves to get punished, they deserve to get punished from all these three rakim, which is what the Baragod is telling us. Okay, that's the first part of the 
maybe with a little bit more of a beer, with a little bit more of an explanation. Be'ez Hashem, it's very late. We're going to another shift. I don't want to explain the second part. The second part is the, what, what HaKadosh Baruch did. This was how Hashem punished the Mitzvah. And then the second part. How Hashem used it to save Klai Yisrael. And like the original itself says, from this you understand three things. Ma'pashu, ma'chotu, ma'malu. What are the three things Klai Yisrael did wrong that they ended up in Mitzrayim? And how we go, how did the three, the different story of how we work out how many Makas the Mitzvah got, whether it was 50 or 200 or 250, how was that the way to attack the Israel? That's the second part of the Arizal's Ramas, which we will explain. I'll just show another time to share. It's connected up to various Kaya's fault, and we ended up with these three Kaya's That's the second part, Ramas, explain. We get the school if we learn in two parts? As long as you do it. Doesn't have to do one go. Yeah, I'm